Welcome back to Coffee Morning Laughter. Morning. It's your girl, she, he, he. Okay, so we're back and it's another day, another dollar. My God, it's so hot in London right now. Well, it's been so hot in London. So how is it going for you? It's going okay. Yeah, it's just this weather. Like, literally, the nights are... I don't want to say hell because we're believers and that's not where we're trying to get to, but... Some of us. <laughs> but Some yeah, of us. It's, it's, been, it's been crazy hot. So, mm. yeah, it's been a lot with the kids. But hey-ho, we're here, we move. As the people them say. Yeah. yeah. No, so guys, honestly, we're back and it's another week, another podcast. So let the people them know. So, for those of us in England, a few weeks ago, it came out... Um, that's Sir Mo Farah, who is one of um, England's most decorated athletes um, within the running field. He basically disclosed that he was trafficked into London or England as a child, and he actually took someone's identity. So his real name isn't Mohammed Farah. Yeah, it's Hassan Hussein something. I'll get the correct yeah, name. <laughs> but... she has got her phone with her. I do. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't really take this seriously. <laughs> Ignore Sheila. She's just texting her friends, even yeah, though her yeah. friend is here. <laughs> so, Sir so Mo Farah, basically, his real name isn't Mo Farah. It's actually Hussein Abdi Kahin. Hussein. Yeah, so Hussein. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. Now I've had a thought about this, mm. and when the um, when the post was brought to my attention, I'll be honest. Macrina sent me that post. Oh really? Yeah, she sent me that post, and she says, "Here's one for your podcast." <laughs> Thanks, sis. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, let me have a look at it." So I looked at it, and obviously the story was still developing at the time. Yeah. So by the time we got to the end of that week, it was like it was everywhere. But there was two things that I picked up from here. Firstly, this is nothing new. Exactly. Yeah, this ain't nothing. It might be new to uh, maybe white people or, mm. or non-white. Okay. Yeah, I might say it might be new. It might be a new concept thing to white people that are English or have been born here. Yeah. But I don't think it's new to foreigners. I would say some foreigners, because I would say that, I don't want to say no names, but some people in my circle, they didn't have a clue and they were black. Yeah? Yeah, but are they English black? Or no. British black? Like, they're or they're like, here? they're Caribbean black. Yeah, but they're, they're not coming from, remember, yeah? They're not coming from like um, war torn countries. Yes, yeah, so I think Africans, yeah, we Af know about Africans, this. Africans, Asians, you all know. Don't pretend. <laughs> Yeah, like the riches of this world. We're so shocked. Oh yeah. my goodness, Hussein. Yeah, the Patels and the riches of this world, you know what's up. <laughs> because you know how some of your parents got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So it's not, when I heard it, well, first of all, there was mixed comments. We're going to get to the serious parts of it, yeah. And there'll still be some jokes in there. When I first heard it, I was like, who asked you? To come and tell your story here. <laughs> Chill yeah. out. I'm being honest because everybody knows me on this podcast. Yeah, me. I'm gonna talk. One thing I'm gonna do is, yeah, I'm gonna talk my mind. Okay. And I'm gonna talk for what other people are thinking, but okay. don't want to say. Then, my mum came round, and she was like, "Have you seen this thing on the news about this guy, Mohammed? She calls him Mohammed. She doesn't call him Sir. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, Sir, what? Mohammed? Yeah. I said, Mum, first of all, it's Mo." Not Mohammed. <laughs> but then she was like, my mum, I didn't even say nothing to her. And she was like, but who asked him to come and tell his own like, story? Chill, you locked it up. I think he was being bribed. Uh, yeah, 
Absolutely. So obviously we got to the end of it, yeah. and I was like, "Mum, I think somebody's actually trying 100%. to." Hundred percent. Someone in the news got hold of the story. Yeah. My mum was like, "What a wicked world." Yeah, because yeah. it's like somebody now. My mum said to me, "But it was a family member." Could potentially be. Because it's like it'll be your own that will bring you down. I think they would have sold the story yeah. to the news, someone like yeah. the Sun or the Daily Mail or yeah. some trashy newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know the reporters have said, "Listen." We're gonna come out. What do you have to say? Yeah. So he's like, do you know what? It's better that you the tell PA, your own story. Yeah. The yeah. PA came through. His PA team came through. Well done. Well done. Well done. When I get rich and famous and become what? What, what would I become? If he's a sir, I'm a Dame. Dame Schiller. Dame Schiller. I'm and I didn't say Dame Schiller. I said Dame Schiller. Dame Schiller. Yeah. But. I'll be saying that publicist, please come and cover my back. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell the story. Yeah. You don't want. You don't want um, Prince Andrews though. Who's Prince Andrew? The, the the alleged oh, paedophile oh. prince. <laughs> no, listen. He's still working, yeah. So his publicist is the queen, isn't it? Oh, it's his mum though, isn't it? Yeah, she well. But I don't know. I just thought. So I hear what most most saying, yeah. So sir, sorry, do I have to call him sir? Ideally, we should, but we don't have to. It's our show, isn't it? This is mad. Like. Yeah, this is. <laughs> He's got my sir. It's not my sir. Like, come on, man, sir. Like, I rate you, Mo. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> She just did the M-Bot for <laughs> yeah. those that didn't see it. Yeah, I like you, man. You're a nice dude. Got nice skin still. But here's what it is. First things that came out to me was like, right, I do remember these stories. Yeah, mm. and obviously the field that we're working, we get a lot of asylum seekers. All the time. Oh, unaccompanied asylum seekers. Minors, yeah. But um, I think I wrote this, and I, when I was reflecting upon this whole like session, I was like, a lot of kids or a lot of people have been through those channels, have travelled mm. to England through those channels. And I'm saying that a lot of people, I'm going to speak from African, because I'm African, yeah. I haven't got anybody here that's from the Asian community mm. to kind of like tell me how the Asians do it, but I can tell you how Africans do it. And now guys, before you start saying, ah, uh-uh, she's revealing our secrets, it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, please don't come for me. You're still gonna be You're able. So, I always think she's gonna say something serious. Yeah. <laughs> revealing our secrets. Yeah, but please, yeah, you'll still be able to get your people them into the country, so yeah, sick. without anything being disclosed too tough, yeah. And yeah, I want you to know that I've got a British passport. So, <laughs> so what happens is, yeah, people journey from their countries of origin. Yeah. Now the reasons are usually parents want to better life, better life for them. Parents want them to have more opportunities. Parents can't afford to look after them. And a lot of parents end up giving their kids to strangers. Mm. Yeah. And hoping that the stranger will take care of your child or an extended family member, a long arm to the family. But Moy was quite lucky Mm. because I think even though he described it to be traumatic for himself and i do think it was traumatic and the fact that he was separated from his mum did you see in that documentary that they brought a picture of his mum back home in somaliland i haven't seen it no yeah they brought the, the mum came back home from somalia well the mum the, the camera people went to somaliland and the mum was sitting underneath this tree saying what she did and how she the first time she heard from him etc etc real talk though and because me i don't like to be fake I was looking at her and I said, your son's a millionaire, yeah? You're not living on that dry land. <laughs> Come on, Michelle, yeah? Let's not be crazy out here. You think, yeah? 
I don't know, is he a millionaire? Let's see his net worth. Yeah, he is a millionaire, yeah. With all his medals. Do you think he can't build a house for his mum properly? He should be. Yeah, because people that don't even have a lot of money that have been here doing cleaning jobs are sending money I back, sending money back, mind. yeah. And then... Uh, Around four million he's worth, is Yeah, it? four million. Your mum's not going to be living on, in like... In no mud hut. In no mud hut, like in Somaliland. Like, let's be real. And I love Somalians. Peace out. Shills. Yeah. Wala- <laughs> wallahi. <laughs> Wallahi, yeah. But, oh my goodness. But yeah. right. and I just thought to myself, that was a bit of a PA stunt. Mm. That picture, because it's like trying to tug on the heart yeah, strings. Yeah, like, like suffering woman. You, yeah. you ain't suffering no more, babe. Yeah, that ain't your life anymore. <laughs> yeah. Even if you have and what was interesting was his parents apparently and his siblings or whatever, from what I from the documentary, hadn't ever come to the UK. Oh really? Yeah. And that's okay. Because that's okay. Why not though? Why not? What do you mean? Well, this is what I'm trying to say to you. I don't know how true that is, but that's what they told us. But why would you need to when now your son's a millionaire? Michelle, I know you're now in London, yeah, and England, and you're tied to English people. Yeah. <laughs> you're an idiot, <laughs> shit, ah. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. But remember when you first went to Nigeria when you were mm. younger? Yeah. And you were just like, no, I love it here. I loved it. Yeah. Oh. So imagine if you had money. Like, yeah. Not saying she hasn't got money, but real money, like Moy's money. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna be here? Would you want like even our parents? Yeah, they always say they want to go back home. It's it's different, no, because I was born here. She was born and lived there. Yeah. So I think it's a bit different. What it is though, yeah. I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay, so your mum's on this thing. She's talking about your life and the reasons why you went. I believe the reasons why he went, yeah, because it's not the first time I've had that story. Mm. But what I want to dwell on is like, um, because some people might have heard it, and they would have been like. Uh, Mo, you need to come off, yeah? You need to come off, you need to be telling people that um, now that you, first of all, you've been lying to us, who are you? And so, by the way, do we still call him Mo or do we now call him Hussein? He said basically keep it as Mo. He did say keep it as Mo, he's not changing his name. Yeah. His kids are like Farah's and his wife is Mrs. Farah. So he's still gonna keep that same name that is not yes, his? Yes, he's keeping the name. Right, it's Tina Turner, isn't it? Yeah, like you know when Tina Turner left Ike and she says, "I'm keeping the name." Mm. Oh, Ike Turner, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she yeah, said, yeah, yeah. "She asked him, she says, 'I've got, I've got to keep the name.'" Yeah, because she'd made that a brand. That's yeah. her brand now. So yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she's doing the M bot again. Yeah, Shilla, please. Because if you say the same, the same would be like arms up. The log H. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got, a, I haven't got common sense sometimes. So. Let's get into the nitty gritty of it. Let's get serious with it. Kids come over because they have to. Yeah. Mm. Parents send their kids over because they have to. There were a few people that opposed the whole thing, saying, well, he's lied about his identity. Should he be stripped of his, is it lordship or it's, it's M- knights. Yeah. knighthood, knighthood, whatever yeah. it is, yeah? And I was kind of like, well, mm, I wasn't too minds. Don't strip him of it, but nothing happened to him so i'm gonna say two things and yeah. it's only as you're saying it that it's made me think mm-hmm. i definitely do not think he should be stripped of it because yeah. you know it's circumstances beyond his control however what's the difference between okay well maybe there is a difference between him lying about what he's done mm. and um will smith's slapping oh no there's a big difference yeah. well but what is well, the, some no, people are saying no, that no, they're lying no, sin no, is sin no no but no, what i would say is yeah that because me, I went to university. 
Yeah. <laughs> Michelle was there as well, but she just she was just there with it. I wasn't there there. <laughs> but what I would have used the example and that would have been, yeah, what's the difference between him and a normal public user? Like a normal public person. Yeah. Yeah, like a normal citizen. Because if a normal citizen had lied about their identity and that was found out, they'll be reported. To the home and, office. Yeah, and possibly deported. And all the new laws that Priti Patel has brought in, is it status that has created the line? Mm, the divide. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, if he wasn't decorated, if he wasn't a hero for England, because remember, if they strip him of all those medals, they lose all those medals. England, yeah, yeah. Great Britain. Great Britain doesn't qualify in those little, oh, no, yeah. all the races that he's been in. Yeah. So it was like, it was favourable to him. Do you think it's, it's yeah. It, it goes back to show you, yeah, that it's really what you have. Because And not necessarily. Exactly. What can you bring to the table? Because it's like, if they strip him of everything, that means England's decorations. Well, saying in, that he was a child. Yeah. You know, this isn't an adult coming over. And... We don't even know if he was really a child. Oh, Shilla. I'm just saying. <laughs> Shilla. Have you seen that footballer from Nigeria? Who's I've seen 25? that. I've seen that footballer but he from Nigeria. I've, I've hey. seen. I don't even think it was 25. It might have been younger. 20. He yeah. said 18, didn't it? <laughs> he looked yeah. old. He looked like the same age as my granddad. Like, oh, it's so embarrassing. Old, yeah. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> that an age assessment should have been done, but mine was actually he was young. He was yeah. He was in secondary school, isn't it? It was the secondary school that reported him. So he would have done the whole unaccompanied asylum seeking. He would have come into care. Well, he was in care. He was in care, um, fostered, looked after, yeah. and then just, you know, they got his status that way. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it was because his teacher brought it up to the school about yeah. his abuse. Yeah, yeah. Because the woman who he was living with was making him do housework. Servitude, court. yeah. Yeah. What do you call it? Is it servitude? Okay. Where they treated him as a servant, like yeah. a house girl. Yeah, Houseboy. house boy. Boys' quarters. Well, worse than the boys' quarters, but yeah. Remember, like, Africa, you have the boys' quarters where the helpers sleep. Yeah. yeah. It's just that England is not big enough for people to be having boys' quarters in the council flats they're given. But, guys, yeah, and it, it, obviously that's happened, but I don't know, I'm going to take you guys way back here, yeah, like, years ago. What, what I'm trying to bring through on this podcast is that these things happen, but they happen for a reason. And you've got to be really, really careful. And if you're out there and you work with children and you might be suspicious that this child is like being privately fostered by a family, you might want to do ask some questions. Because my father described what was quite traumatic. He was a houseboy. He was, I don't know if he was beat as well. It was, it was quite abused, like mentally. Emotionally and emotionally, mentally. And the fact that when he arrived, he was given the details of a family member, mm. but then the woman who trafficked him, mm. she literally ripped up the contact details. What? So, yeah, so he his mum yeah. was like, okay, take my son, give him to this auntie or uncle, whoever. Yeah. Here's their details. Yeah. What he said that as soon as he arrived in England, yeah. the piece of paper that these details were ripped upon, yeah. like the person, a lady ripped them up and was like, these details gone. Pew, 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 pew. And that's, you know. That was it? That was it. And he was now living wherever he was living? You're mine now, basically. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. So she was passing him off as her own son. I believe so. Because that's how it works, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because you've got to take him to the school, you've got to reach them to the GP, and it's just like, this is my son, he's just come over, blah, blah, blah. All that happens, yeah, pardon me. Mm. So, even though my story is sad, I'm not going to dispute that, there's been stories that haven't been so colourful, or the mm. endings haven't been so colourful. Let's talk about Victoria Kalimbe. 
yeah. Now, this thing about this thing about um, we made we made mention of private fostering. Yeah, I'll tell you now, guys. Yeah, for like again, for our English or you know listeners or people that haven't been from outside countries. Yeah, it's not uncommon within the black and the Asian community for a child to come over from a different country and reside with a family member. Could be your aunt, it could be your uncle, etc., etc. That's not uncommon. But what is um, understood is sometimes these kids suffer a lot of abuse. And it's not just like, so I was privately fostered. So, Hello. Yeah, so privately fostered isn't necessarily just with family members. Yeah. So I, uh, my mum was going through some stuff yeah. and then I got sent to live with a family in Stockton upon Tees. So you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a white family. Um, I was there for a little while with a brother. How long were you there for? <clears throat> I honestly, I can't even tell you. All I can tell you is that between the ages of three and oh. six, yeah, I was in like three different families. Oh wow! Yeah, so I was in Bristol. I was in two different families in Stockton, and yeah. then I was with one in in Bristol. How long for? I can't tell you what, but between three and five. So I didn't start reception, but I came in yes, um, year one. So, so who was well, so where was your mum? Like in London? My mum was in London, yeah. So my mum was in London, but because she was going through some stuff, yeah. she didn't feel she was able to care for me. Yeah. So I think now with the private fostering service, it has to go through the local authority. So social yeah. workers become involved. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think back then you could um, pay someone to look after your child. Oh wow! And like a bit like a nanny, but you live with them. Yeah. So was that like in? Was that like with? White families? Or... Yeah, they were, they were white families. So Stockton upon Tees, yeah. Bristol. Yeah, it was three different families. But you know what? I've seen, there was a documentary years ago, yeah? And if I can find it for references on this podcast, yeah? That spoke about, there was a time where, like, in 1980s... Yeah, yeah? this was like the, the, the late 80s, yeah, early 90s. There was a times yeah. where a lot of Nigerian families... A lot. ...were having their kids live with white people. Yeah. For various reasons. I, yep. s- I saw that a lot and all yeah, yeah. outside the country. Yep. So I, I, I have seen a documentary like that. Well, it's why you got to be Ugandan, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, so I, silly. I have yeah. seen that, yeah. And so private fostering isn't a new thing. No, it's been going on for years and years and years. Mm. But what what this, what England have done is they've regulated it, so they've called it what it is: following, private fostering. Following, following Victoria Kalimbe. Yeah. Yeah. So Victoria Kalimbe was um, a young girl oh, who was she sadly from, she was in West Africa, isn't it? West somewhere in West Africa. Yeah, I don't think she was Nigerian. I think she was Senegal no. or something. It was West Africa. Michelle's just going to look up on it. Um, yeah. Yeah, she was a young girl that I think Congolese. Yeah, Congo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Congolese. Um, she was an, oh sorry I've I've, I've Ivory Coast Ivory Coast yeah. yeah so she was actually um cared for by her great aunt and her great aunt's partner yeah. um and they when I say cared for that is the, definitely the wrong word because they yeah. basically they killed her they tortured her um they put her in ice cold water yeah they, they didn't feed her they didn't fe- emotionally physically yeah they abused her. her they thought she was a witch yeah they it was just terrible yeah so um her death I think following her death and I think. With that, she wasn't. She was going to school, but then she wasn't seen in school for many, many weeks, and nobody yeah. really chased it up. But people knew she weren't living with her family. Yeah. But um, and that's why they then regulated it. Actually, all these people you can't just be sending people to live with. Yeah, yeah, you Potential can't. strangers yeah. or or even ex- like extended family members without it being. Uh, we need to know because after yeah. after twenty seven days of the child being in the care of this family, mm. or whoever they are with. 
it needs to now come to local authority because then we need to regulate it because if it's regulated the things well the tragedy of victoria Colombo is avoided ideally but even yeah. even like the experience that mo spoke about is also avoided yeah. because that child even that's privately private is a private fostering we still have to go in like at least they have access to us and we say we we're talking about social workers. yeah we yeah. Still, yeah we yeah they yeah we still have to go in and actually say how is this child doing the school is aware that they're not living with their parents or whatever they're being yeah. looked after so they have access to counseling or independent um independent sessions on their own that they can talk about what their experience is to ensure that they're not being abused yeah yeah so obviously when mo talks about he had to go he had to cook he was literally treated differently from every single yeah. child in that household he was he was a servant he's, he's like a cleaner mm. a cook so it's not just oh like my 11 year old cooks doesn't yeah. mean like she's cooking day and night she's waking up at five o'clock in the morning she to cook really people is. dinner she really not um <laughs> oh so yeah. um yeah it's just it's, it's more than just your standard things that we would expect um a child to do in terms of growing up and giving them a bit of independence but there was a lot of you know um being made to like clean the toilets like there's just things that you would things that you that they ask children that you shouldn't ask children to do yeah. you know when you're taken away from their childhood so it's you know there was a lot more to it than just you know being your standard house help um yeah. you know it must have been very very difficult in terms of the loss and the trauma we don't even we're talking about the the abuse that he suffered whilst he was there mm. but even that journey to england yeah did he yeah. talk about how many countries he stopped by in and kind of what that no, looked like i don't i don't think he did I, you know i don't think he did or if he did i might have not paid that much attention to it because i know some some people do stop off at different countries mm. um with what with what i did notice with the mo thing was the separation from him and his mum yeah and his siblings because remember his dad died when he was young when he was young and it was through a war his dad had died from what yeah. he from what he relayed to us and um so imagine you've left your family behind and this is why we have to be kind mm -hmm. because i know some people will be like oh this is england get out you're a, you know you're you're a you know traveler or whatever you're mm. whatever whatever legal immigrant but some people don't have a choice mm. and some people don't have a choice if they had choices they would want to be in their countries of birth or yeah. where their parents are they'd want to be with their family yeah because it's like people normally say well where your parent is or where your family is that's home yeah so when he's come over he's on his own the trauma he's experienced the nightmares the being scared of the family that he's in it all goes on yeah the unknown and, and back in those days the care the level of care that's being afforded to people now in social services or to, to young kids it wasn't there no yeah, it, we've come such a long way in our journey of caring about people's mental health, the mm. impact. You know, we use the word impact, 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 impact a lot, but that's what you're always thinking at, always thinking about when you're talking about mental health or things that have happened. Yeah, because that's what I, I keep saying. When we look at society now and yeah. all the issues that we have with society now, we mm. have to go back to the cause, mm. and the cause is 110% trauma. Yeah. Yeah. So all these um, stabbings, yeah. all the mental health, all the robbery, dysfunctionality, all the dysfunctional, yeah. all the crime, 
if you strip it all back, you hear some of the stories of mm. of of of, um, of of the people that are doing these crimes. Mm. You will understand that it's trauma, loss, abuse. Mm. There's something there, and it's not to you know. I hate when people say, "Oh, you're using it as an excuse." It's not an excuse. It's what it is. Yeah, There's cause and effect. I agree with you, but Mo didn't go around stabbing people. He didn't, but because we don't know how much. Number one people do all things differently number yeah. one yeah. number two we don't know what kind of level obviously he seemed like he had um what i like to call in social work one safe adult yeah you if you can well, try and give every child yeah the teacher yeah. that saved him yeah. the fact that he had someone that listened to him yeah imagine if he had told them stories before yeah. but nobody had even heard nobody had just thought actually let me just check this out let me just make that referral yeah you know the fact that someone did that for him he is actually one of the lucky ones. Victoria Columbia, she wasn't lucky. She wasn't lucky at all, honestly. She wasn't lucky at all because, like, her teachers were just not on job. No, they weren't. They weren't. You know, there would have been scars. There would have been things that could have been seen and heard if they'd asked the right questions. And it's not to blame because, you know, obviously, you know, we work in social care and it's not for us to be saying, oh, you know, um, it was the social worker's fault. It was the teacher's fault. Parents kill children. All yeah? the time. All the time. It's not the social worker that killed the child. It's not the teacher. It's not the doctor. It's not the hospital staff. It's the parent. You know, so the news, um, all the people that like to talk on social media, that's what they need to remember. Like, literally, a social worker going in or out. Yes, we have a job to do. But again, as a parent, it's your job, ideally, not to kill your child. Yeah. Literally. So yeah. if, if parents could just do their, that, that one job, you know, it, w- it would save a lot, <laughs> lot of work from, from our side, you know? Honestly, but don't get me out of a job because I still like to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> I still love my job and I need the money and I've got holidays to pay for. Yeah. No, like, legit, I do agree with you, but I still have questions on the round. Because okay, I like to be controversial and I'm going to be, yeah. I'm not gonna hold back because Michelle wants me to always be polite and I can't, I just can't, yeah. If Mo Farah, I've said this already before, but Michelle kind of like skipped my question. If he wasn't famous, yeah, do you think he would be, he should be deported? Yes or no? No. Yeah. So do you think that this, well, everyone, where? Everyone's, everyone's like made it like, oh no, it's all right, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's, it's so brave that he's come to talk about it. He was a child. He was a child deported where? Back home. Where? How so, long? So I, can how... we not use his name now? So what's? Are we gonna keep his name? So where's the, where's the real Mo? They found the real Mo. Whoa! Where and is this, it? You know, interviewed the real Mo. They found the real Mo. Fa- and this is what questioned where me a little the bit. Where's the real Mo? Ilford. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said Woolwich, really. Oh, can I take <laughs> this? Can I take this mic off her, please? <laughs> <laughs> where does it live? They were doing video times. So I might want to, I don't want to assume and yeah. say he's still in Somalia, but they definitely tracked down a, a Mohammed Farah. And they interviewed him. Yeah, Mo interviewed him and he apologised. Yeah. And he said that he'd always... Mo's so searched. sweet, though. Yeah, he said he'd always wondered what happened to the real Mohammed Farah. I'm not being funny or anything, yeah. I've never said... I've never heard anybody else who's coming to the country in this way say that. Yeah. So. <laughs> 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 but you know when people have PA training, isn't it? I've had enough of you. No, I'm just saying, yeah. Wow. So, okay, so basically, guys, obviously, this whole episode is about immigration, refugees, blah, 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 blah. so you'd want to know what um, what refugees are or asylum seekers, yeah? If you want to know about it, just Google it. But... 
<laughs> for Google the, is your friend. Yeah, for the purpose of the podcast, yeah, and the conversation is a refugee or an asylum seeker is somebody that flees their own country or place of birth or where they live due to wars and other yeah. factors, yeah, that endanger their life, basically. So if you want to Google it, Google it, but we'll have a definition up. So I come to the point where we're saying that the UK is now in a place where they're turning away asylum seekers and refugees. Yeah. Yeah. They're turning them back to different places. What does that look like for the future of these people that are meant to be fleeing into the UK for a place of safety? We've talked about the um, the Euro Channel, whatever you got call it. The crossing. Yeah, yeah, the crossing. Everything's changed so much, and people still need help. Mm. And you know, the Western world is known for going to create war in different places. Mm. So when people come into your country for refuge for asylum, from a war potentially that you've started, what are we doing? What are you guys doing here? Because you know. I don't know if 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 my story was being told by a normal person that wasn't that didn't have celebrity status. What you think people say? Ship here back. Yeah. Ship here back. Absolutely. Not 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 people in South London though, because I saw how they went hard for that man who was being deported. Yeah, that day there was a, there was an African man that was being deported from South London. Yeah, like I've got to rate these new age whites, you know. Yeah, allies oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> no new age whites yeah those trendy ones is it what do they call them the hipsters the hipsters yeah no. they stand for what they stand for yeah they call us their allies so they are allies people that stand with you oh, but they're not uh, allies 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 yeah no, so, so these allies yeah, that stand with us yeah they did a job on that south london the guy, the police came with, is it the, the bully vans? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To come to and deport take, one man. To deport one man, yeah. To what country? Let me tell you, my father, I don't even know. You know when they were saying they'd take people back to Randa? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah they were going to put him yeah, on there. Yeah, they were going to put them. I'm telling you now, yeah, I have never seen so many. And you know what, yeah? I'm going to get to some people of certain communities, <laughs> yeah? Like, why is it that it's people from different communities that support your community more than you? Because sometimes yeah. we have our own struggles to face. No, sister girl. Yeah, Were you, you there, Sheila? Well, for, for that? Yeah. If I had known about it, yeah, I you. would have been look there. You. Yeah, you're looking at me. Yeah. You've got a nail appointment to do. You've got a hair appointment to do. No. Go wash that car of yours. No, do you know what, yeah? The truth of the matter is, yeah, it even challenged me. Yeah. Real talk. Because I'm like, you know what, yeah? Like, if it's... And I'm not talking about something that's a publicity stunt, Black Lives Matter, mm. none, none of that. It's not even an organisation. It's just people in the community saying, this person is part of our community. It's not fair. It's not fair. He's lived here for all this time. He's contributed to the community. He's a good person. Why should you send him back to somewhere that he's fled? Yeah. And it's kind of like they got together and they did something. Yeah. But Sir Moy comes out and says, I've been lying all this time. Even the British passport he gave me, Shouldn't even be my name. So. But it doesn't. Celebrity! <laughs> Celebrity! Mo, no, I love no, you. No. Mo, I love you. Mo, no, I love you. I don't. He was nine years old. So he was nine years old, mm -hmm. yeah. I've seen kids be deported. No, they can't deport kids. They can't deport kids. That's the issue. They can't. Other company asylum seekers, okay, they can't deport you. Let me tell you something, yeah. I haven't. Well, I don't know how long you haven't been on this side of the field for, yeah. Do you know what, yeah? We've had families where they've said, well, and you know, obviously, when kids are born now, if yeah. your parents ain't been born here, you're not automatically given. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So yeah. you can still be said yeah. to yeah. go home. Yeah. 
Say something for me, Michelle, because you know it's, I do go I, to you know work. What, I know you look. Due to what you not believe, yeah, I do actually go to work and I do put my head in all the, the holidays. <laughs> yeah, I do actually have a job and I do actually do it. It's a difficult one, you know, because ah. I'm I'm for. I just think, obviously, we're immigrants. Me and you. This, I'm definitely are. an immigrant. I remember when I came to here for her airport, guys. Yeah, let me tell you something. Oh, were you born in UG? Yeah. Oh, 100%. you're a proper immigrant. I'm a proper immigrant, and I say oh. it loud and proud. Yeah. Hey. Let me tell you something. Yeah, and I remember going to that, you know, town hall and swearing to the Queen and saying, "I'll oh, be here really? for the country." Yeah. Actually, I came here when I was four. So you got naturalized and all that stuff. Yeah. Was it wasn't hard, didn't it? It's just like, and like some people that I've known that I've been doing that naturalized test for about God knows how many years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, like, I'm not, we're in the struggle. Say, leave, leave, yeah. leave the we're, leave we're, your people we're, alone. We're in, we're in the struggle together. But the truth of the matter is, yeah, I do remember. When my mum came to London, you, all you needed was a passport. Yeah. When my mum came to the UK, yeah, you just needed a passport. You didn't even need a visa. Yeah. yeah. You needed a passport. And that was like years and years ago, yeah. So things have obviously changed and progressed, yeah. yeah. And I understand it to keep certain things out of the country, etc., etc. And I think, especially after 9-11, that didn't help the situation. People became a little bit more closed. Um, mm. It just changed the yeah, whole atmosphere. Everything, yeah, yeah. That's the honest truth, yeah. And you don't blame people for wanting to protect no, their land. Yeah, and it's, it's their land, so they can do what they want to yeah. do. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, cool. But I do remember coming through, like when, like when you said you was um, adopted to different families or privately fostered. Like I do remember coming to the country. And if you know my mum, she's a lot more fairer than me. Yeah. In terms of like complexion. Complexion, yeah. yeah. And my sister carries my mum's colour. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like... Um, when I, and I, I was I was free when my mum left Uganda, so she was away for one year, we were apart okay. for one year, and obviously I was with my mum's sisters and my nan, so it wasn't like and my sister, yeah. so it wasn't like my brother of course, yeah, so it wasn't like oh I'm out in Africa alone, I yeah. was looked after, but literally my mum couldn't have it more than a year without us coming All over. The children, yeah. So then um, it was kind of like we walked through air, to the, my sister was older, I came with a couple of my cousins, we all came together. And then um, we came through the airport, they told my sister, this is what you've got to tell them and show the people the thing. She obviously she's clever, isn't it? She knew she spoke English because she went to a private school. All of us are just like this. <laughs> yeah, looking. Honestly, guys, yeah, I promise you, yeah. I don't know if you had like, you know when your teeth fall out at that age, yeah? yeah. Like I had like veins, like, uh, oh I had like two teeth coming out and I was like this. And then my mum came, um, from memory, I do remember this, yeah. My mum came and I said to my sister, my sister was really happy, she was seeing mummy and my brother. And I said to them, who are you not smiling at? Because oh. I couldn't remember my mum because I was yeah, so little. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, and I know people are saying oh, about three years old. No. But I was. In a, in a child, three years like yeah, a lifetime. I was like, who's that woman that you're smiling at? Oh, and my man. sister was like, that's mummy. That's, like, that's mum, yeah. And I was like, oh. And I remember that drive from Heathrow, my mum's brethren. Uncle Elias, rest his soul, came to pick us up. I was a f- and he gave me digestive biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the love, love, Listen, love he started. Gave me, give me that chocolate, but his digest. I said, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> I've arrived. <laughs> yeah. Then and that's my earliest memory oh, that's wow. of coming into the UK. But luckily for me, it wasn't traumatic. Yeah, you just had a straight yeah. flight. We just had a yeah. straight flight. We came through. I think they interviewed us. or interviewed my sister and said, who are you going to meet? Blah, blah, blah. My sister was like, we're going to meet our mum. She was waiting on the other side. Yeah, yeah, 
boom, boom, boom. That was it. That was it. Yeah. A couple of years. Uh, and then after that, about a year later, indefinite to remain in the country. Boom, boom, that's boom. That's it, yeah. And that was it. And that was my life. It was simple. But other people haven't had it that way. Because you need money for that. Your mum would have needed money for that. Of course. When I, one day I'll tell you the, the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need money for it. But that's what I'm trying to say. So for the people that have to go about it the way that maybe mm. Sir Mo did. Yeah. Because he didn't have the money. Yeah, yeah. Or the family members that or were already living here. Or the family members here. that yeah. were here, the connection or something. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of my family was residing already here. Already here, already. Yeah, like literally a lot of my family, like Aunt Mary, all of like Auntie Joy, Uncle David, he actually, he got fed up of the UK and they said, I'm going back to Uganda. He, like th- this was years ago. Yeah. Like this was even like, like he he left like in the nineties. I said oh, I don't like yeah. it here. It's too and, cold. Yeah. He just said oh, he done he done his thing. He met his wife and he said oh let's go back to Uganda. That was it. But it is a different story for a lot of people. And a lot of people you know listen to this podcast. You might remember how you came into the country. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I do know people that came here when they were a little bit older as well. Yeah. And that getting into the system. I knew somebody. Yeah. Oh, I, a, a, a ex-boyfriend I, yeah mm. basically his birthday <laughs> no let me tell you not, it's he so looked, he looked 30 but his birthday no 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 no, no, no. It, it, it was so silly yeah? yeah it's like his birthday was basically April the 1st yeah but when he did his application on his visa yeah they put April the 4th yeah by accident you know 1st and 4th sound alike so I think the way he pronounced it how do they pronounce it from there? Like first and fourth, I don't know. No, like, like I, give, I, me, give me an Nigerian accent. April, April, no, no, April. Foot. Oh, April, foot. Foot. Yeah, so April, he must have said April first. He must have April first, but they even April fourth. Yeah. yeah. So either way, April first. He didn't realize until when he got here, and he was yeah. like, crap, like my birthday, he says. But he just, so now his birthday is, he was born on April the 1st, yeah. 1980 something, yeah. or 1970 something. But now he has to celebrate his birthday April the. F- he changed his birthday to April the fourth because they you, got it wrong on his visa. You got to do what you got to do on the passport. And that's it. And then because it was on the wrong on the visa, it was wrong it was on the passport. passport. And to then go and now say now nah, go and change my birthday. Yeah. The stress that would have been, the wahala yeah. that would have been. You got to send back. Yeah, he was just like, nah. Let me just show you. Let just me, change his birthday to I, April the fourth. You know, yeah. A lot of people actually, and I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say it now. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people that have actually changed their birth dates. Yeah. It's like they bring the ages down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like to get them a couple of years. Get, yeah, to get them a couple yeah. of years in, because at least to come into the country as a child is easier than to come in as, as an adult. adult. Yeah, because yeah. when you like, I remember in school, there was a guy in school. I'm not gonna say his name, but those who went to our school, you knew who I'm talking about. Had a gap tooth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The guy was massive. He was Nigerian, yes, yeah, but he was massive. I was like. Can this sports... You're not 14. No, he wasn't. <laughs> I don't care what anybody said, yeah. On sports day, the guy had fully built body. Really? Running past all of us like, what? He was... And you know, because it was like, nobody even went to primary school with you to certify that you was in primary school with them. Yeah. You just came and you was... And first of all, what gave it away to me, none of us were even allowed to stay out till like eight o'clock. At those ages, yeah. And he was out till... This guy is out till 11. Just bowling. Just rolling around with his older friends. I said, really? Yeah. yeah. And even the school uniform, he had to get one that was different. <laughs> no, he just wasn't our but age. you think, what kind of pressure... So even back to Sam Mo, yeah. imagine the pressure of living with that secret. Yeah. What that must have done. I was horrible. For his... I couldn't imagine... 
just living with that thinking ah oh, waiting especially as he got famous oh is yeah someone gonna come and expose this me? is why we go back to the reason why he's woke yeah i think somebody was actually out there say because you know what yeah i'm sure when Moy got married he knew what his real identity well, he, was. What, he didn't tell his wife. He had to tell his wife after they got married. Oh no, no, I think she knew before. I think, but yeah. they said that yeah, that she was he, like she was asking questions. She said it didn't really add up, yeah. and then he just had to come clean. He said, because she asked the right questions. Good woman, yeah, asked the, the right, right questions. This is what I'm telling you guys. Yeah, when somebody's chirping you, you just gotta be like, so where, so what, where, who, how? <laughs> you said, yeah, who, auntie, who, Fatima. No, you said Fatima. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just ask the right questions. But I do think Mo came out and um because somebody was in the background trying to People knew. Yeah, people so knew. the woman that bought him, she's come out on the news saying basically I didn't do nothing wrong, I was forced to do it myself. Her son has even spoken up for her saying, Yeah, that it was, you know, it was an accident, that a third child was meant to come, but then they didn't turn up and so yeah, they just took Mo instead. But how old is her son? Was he the same age that he knows this no, story? No, so, so the well? son, when I read it, he was around 33. Mm. So Mo's 39. When, when no, no, time? at the time that it came out, so a few weeks, a yeah. few months ago. No, but what I'm saying, this son is so confident talking as if when he was young, he understood all of it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that, that, it yeah. Said, in the news, it said her 33-year-old son, so he's 33 now, so he yeah. would have been... He's only seven years younger than Mo. Well, so that's not really Mo, six, is it? Yeah, so exactly. We, we don't know if that's his age, so we don't know. Well... According to what we know, according to well, he, he I'm hoping he would be honest about that now. If he's told us about his name, why not? Well, so what's the age that we know him as? Thirty nine. That's not the truth, then. You don't think so? I don't think that's the truth. Why? I think he might be a bit younger. Younger, older, yeah. you mean? Maybe older. Yeah, he could be forty three. You think? Yeah, and he just got a baby face, though, Mo. I'm not being funny or anything. I've got a baby face. <laughs> I'm not being funny or anything. I don't think you do, Benz. <laughs> so, my melanin is popping. Ah, yes, your melanin is popping. It shows the hate on you, know, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, you got your friends that I love. Nah, that is hilarious. Yeah, no, no, yeah, next episode of podcast, yeah, low key friends that are haters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. friends that frenemies. Yeah. <laughs> Your melanin is popping, yeah, but you look, ain't got no baby face. I babes. have got a baby face for sure. Anyway, sure. Guys, yeah, let me tell you something here. <laughs> the truth of the matter is, a lot of people that are from Africa or Somalia, they look young. I don't want I don't want my husband's family watching this, listening to this podcast. I don't want them questioning me. <laughs> don't worry, they won't be. <laughs> I don't want them with no questions, please. You look, you look younger than all of them. Oi, oi, oi. Sorry, sorry, 15 year old cousin. <laughs> I'm so cheeky. No, I love you, I love you all. I love you all, yeah. All the family, all the M family, I yeah. love you, yeah. No, but it is just one of those things, all right? I just think, well, I don't know what the truth is, this, but in my little part of it, it's like, in closing, I would want people to, obviously, people have been really kind. Yeah, which is nice. Which is really, really nice. But I want that same energy for, everybody. for everyone. Extend it yeah. to your neighbours. Yeah, because some people will be like, oh, he's lying, he should be stripped off of everything. But he had a reason. I'm not saying he was lying. A child. He, he was, was a, a child. child. That's it. Yeah, that's it. He and definitely was a child, yeah. Plus, if you look at it, if, if it didn't come, us like people from Britain wouldn't really be winning things. But yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of like, let's appreciate the gifting. 
Exactly. And at the end of the day, his story, I, I like the fact that he told his story because yeah. maybe it gives courage to other people to come forward and tell their stories. Yeah. yeah? So if you, if you feel brave enough and you want to talk about how you got into the country, share it on our socials. Drop us an email, drop us an inbox, yeah. and let us know what your journey was like coming into the UK. I mean, I've shared mine. Michelle's talked about being privately fostered. Could be a COC. Yeah, yeah. Michelle's talked about being privately fostered and how do you integrate into the community? Like, I remember like my first day at school. Really? Yeah, it was just like, well, I Did can't... you have an accent? I think so, yeah. You would have. Yeah. Oh. No, I didn't really talk much, did I? Oh, because you were young. Yeah, I was young. I didn't really talk much, so. But I knew how to spell and things like that. But the spelling back home was different from here a little bit. So instead of like C for car, all use a K. Obviously, okay. but, but I would say, I would, I would spell it as I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. But soon after, obviously the younger you are, the quicker you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like older people, and that's why you get grown men that have been here since they were like 16 or 15. And they're greeting you with like, happy Thursday. Like, hey hey hey! No, <laughs> I don't even. I said happy, 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 happy Thursday. So you get all of that. But yeah, it's just different for everybody, and mm. everybody has a journey. And I guarantee you guys, if people had choices, whether to grow up with their families, yeah, or to be in a strange land, alone, alone, they would be choosing to be with their parents Trust or me. their family. Because when you read, when you see Mo's documentary and his mum speak about that first phone call she had with him just to know that he was okay and how he felt, then you understand that this is it not- It wasn't an, by choice. Yeah, and people out there will be asking, why do you actually let your kids go? Trust me guys, yeah, because they want a better future for their kids and they believe that the Western world is the way forward. Mm. Yeah, if only they can see it all. Shelf? Yeah. Well, no, thanks, guys, for listening. Like Shield says, if there is anybody who wants to share their story, please do get in touch. Um, we would love to hear that. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from you. I want to know if you are a, a legal immigrant. <laughs> Shut <Yeah>. up. <laughs> <laughs> we love you all on CML, yeah? So, guys, have a great weekend and come back next week for some more coffee morning after i say happy saturday happy what is it happy, happy, happy saturday oh show you don't accent happy saturday show was actually out of order you know <laughs> i'm trying to do your thursday show like you don't have to do an accent happy saturday uh-uh. you can't just add uh-uh and think that's it shows yeah i saw <laughs> <laughs> like my i saw like my um other friends say, uh-uh, i don't like guys don't do that <laughs> don't do that guys it's a little bit racist <laughs> all you gotta do is like uh, uh, have a good Saturday or is it you can't just add the O and the uh, uh and think that's it but I'm not good and you're not good either I'm wicked at an Nigerian accent shills oh my god oh my god oh my god uh uh what are you saying you just sound yeah. like you sound like the fake aunties oh, 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 the... oh what's that one no wind no feed <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, we had an auntie call it in uni, yeah. <laughs> guys, that's another story for next time, yeah. <laughs> Bye guys, have a great weekend. No we no fee. fee. <laughs>